This one goes out to the conscious entrepreneurs here to make a difference in a big way. Welcome to the Heart, Soul, and Guts podcast. You've got the vision. You've heard the call. The world needs what you have to give, and you're ready to show up. Exactly how that's going to happen, that part's not so clear. Dreaming it and living it, two very different things. Deep breath, sister, you're in the right place. Amy Biondini is crazy about people and about business, and she's here to help you. It's time to get out of stuck and into action aligned with your soul. Are you ready? Here's Amy. Virginia Rake has carried her deep passion for health, wellness and healing for the last 13 years. She's a certified holistic health coach, an Ayurvedic consultant and her passion lies in life and spiritual coaching. Her mission is to support women in living authentic, soul-aligned lives. She takes a heart-centered approach to life and leads her clients to do the same. Virginia wants everyone to enjoy life fully, love unconditionally, and she supports her clients in attracting their deepest desires. Virginia, hello. Thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. Why don't we jump right in and give me the Cliff Notes version of your life. What are the highlights of your story? Okay. Well, I've always had a very rebellious spirit growing up, and I've noticed that I was very resistant to things that didn't make me happy from a young age. So a couple years into studying in college, I decided that really wasn't resonating, so I left home to travel around the country and really do music and it led me into this whole world of really connecting, I feel like, with my true soul essence. I met a lot of people who were also free spirits who really inspired me um, to follow my path and to be really happy. Around that time, I started getting really into holistic views, and I knew I wanted to study nutrition. So I found a very unconventional holistic nutrition and healing school that I um, pursued. And so that really opened up my world into, to lead me to where I am now. I studied Ayurveda, and while I was studying Ayurveda, I was in Northern California. I'm from Florida, so I was pretty far from my family. My father was killed in an accident, and it really kind of forced me to come back home and support my mother and my sisters. And just be with family. So it kind of felt like a real corkscrew in my world really helped me to surrender to into trust, really. So really just letting go and trusting that this universe does have a plan. It might not look exactly how I thought. And how could I work around that? So that was a big moment for me. I was very lost. I felt very lost. And that's whenever I was invited into a very sacred sisterhood. And being in that sisterhood really re-inspired me and set me back on my path. And ultimately, that's how I am where I am today. As a health and wellness coach, because I did end up getting my certification in health coaching, um, I've done a lot of life coaching, spiritual coaching, 
And yeah, that's brought me to where I am now. Wow, that's a lot in there. So I think as I was listening to your story, kind of the words that really popped for me was this rebellion, the free spirits, the family, but also the surrender and trust and then beautifully into sense of sisterhood and now into kind of a health and wellness space. So there's lots of kind of different kind of words and feelings and essences kind of weaving into your story. Really powerful. Mm, thank you. Mm. Tell me more about where you are now in terms of your health and wellness and the coaching that you do. Okay. So I have my business, it's Heart Fire Soul. Mm-hmm. And I really work with people, especially women, to make sure that they are feeling fully supported and nourished mm-hmm. in physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So I am a huge, I, I love sisterhood. It's, it's really important to me. So bringing together communities of women here is my passion. So I lead Sister Circle. Um, I just feel like I'm really meant to help people step into their authentic soul essence. And unconditional love is a huge thing for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my business is very Mm heart-centered. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going. It's being built. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Tell me more about the, your relationship with sisterhood and why it's so important to you. Well, sisterhood allows you to, in my opinion, mm-hmm. really get in touch with your authentic, true soul self. In sisterhood, it's very sacred and safe, mm-hmm. and you feel the unconditional love, and it allows you to step into deeper spaces, being supported by other women. And so that is really important to me. It's just having that really sacred container of unconditional love where you can really access the truth behind who you are. Beautiful. And how does the idea of the concept of sister circles kind of weave into your business? Do you run sister circles as part of your business? Or? Yes, I yeah. do. Currently, mm-hmm. here we do in-person circles and call them the soul squeeze kind of just a little squeeze for your soul. Yeah, we meet usually once a month, sometimes twice a month. And, you know, each month we have a different theme, or each circle we have a different theme that we explore. For example, like stepping into your inner warrior, or releasing and letting go. Just looking at things that you might not normally look at, and having that safe space to share where you're supported by the other women, and usually you find that everyone in the circle can relate to the other person's situation. Mm -hmm. So it really brings together the women. And I'm a big, I love collaboration versus competition, and I know that where I'm from, women seem to compete a lot more than come together. So that was really important for me here, is to bring together collaboration versus competition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's a different energy to come from. Yeah. How the experiences that you had kind of growing up and being Virginia, how they're kind of moving into your coaching now to really allow you to know who it is that you truly are passionate about serving? Well, growing up, I grew up in West Palm Beach, Florida, Palm Beach, Florida. And I remember feeling a lot of insecurities because I didn't feel like I was the same as everybody else. I was an empath as a child and, you know, as a teenager and now. And, you know, really learning how to 
embrace that. So I was always really sensitive to other people's feelings. So I wasn't always speaking my truth. Okay. When I spoke my truth, a lot of times I would be made fun of or, you know, it just made me not feel good. So I learned to silence the truth of who I was. However, I did find, you know, probably like around the age of 13, that I wanted to be different. And then I kind of embraced it more, not fully. And yeah, it was me leaving here and really being with people, like-minded people, free-spirited people, where I was able to learn that it's okay to be who I am and to really step into the power of being myself not worrying about what other people thought because I am who I am. So, you know, that's been a real journey for me and really learning not to take things personally and just learning that I am who I am and how other people interpret my truth is okay. It, it, it doesn't have anything to do with me. So really that empowered me to know that I am responsible for me and me only. And as long as I'm always coming from a really loving place and speaking my truth, it doesn't matter how other people interpret me and not to have to tiptoe around making other people feel good um, if it's not serving me. So that's really what I love. You know, the women I work with, I really get into that place of empowering them and, and having them feel really empowered to be who they are and not worry about the rest. Because I believe if you're coming from a truly heart-centered, loving place, your truth is your truth, and that's very empowering. It is, definitely. When you say, you know, speaking your truth, what what does that mean for you in terms of, and that is, it's kind of a phrase that we hear kind of, quite a lot. So I'm interested to know how kind of you would define that or explain that. Sure. Okay. Well, speaking my truth is what I know in my heart to be the best for me on my path to get to my highest potential. Mm -hmm. And a lot of time for me growing up here where I did, I had a very conservative family. Very, I mean, my family, I was brought up Catholic, you know, and there's, a lot in there that maybe I didn't fully resonate with. Mm -hmm. um, so speaking my truth would clash a lot. Mm -hmm. And if I had not, you know, spoken my truth, I, I'd probably be on a completely different path, not on my soul path, you know. So really following my heart and following the signs that I see, even if they're not going with the you know, what everybody thinks I should be doing, um, which, you know, is where the rebellious comes in because I was rebelling against how I was brought up and that was difficult for me, you know, because I wanted to make my family proud and maybe all the things that I was doing, they just didn't understand. Um, but so for speaking my truth, that's really going with what my heart is telling me. Mm -hmm. I love that and thank you for defining that. I think that's so helpful to really kind of see what it actually means and put it in practice. And one of the things that struck me as you were saying that is it's so beautiful to know kind of what, what's in your heart and following your path. And my next question is how did you find the courage to 
to listen and, and to take those steps forward. Maybe the way your soul was leading you wasn't or was around what you were used to seeing. Wow, wow. Because that's brave. You know, it takes bravery to go against the flow of what's around. It does. It does. And for me, you know, it's so interesting. It's really about the people that presented themselves in my life and mm. me really being like, wow, that feels good and I'm going to follow that. Like I said, you know, the beginning for me was, you know, leaving college because I had originally gone to college to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years into that, I realized, you know, I don't really know if this is exactly where I'm headed. I remember taking an alternative medicine class and being floored. I mean, it was, I knew right away that I wanted to be in that realm. And another thing for me was music. You know, I was really into music as a kid, probably 13 is whenever I really discovered that. And I wanted to follow that because my soul was so happy. I felt genuinely happy. And whenever I, you know, that was kind of how I branched out and I had met these people that I knew I wanted in my life. And this is how I was going to have them in my life was by following around with music. And, you know, it was interesting because this is where I found, I feel my soul family or these people I had really sacred soul contracts with who I went after, you know, and I just felt if I could feel it so strongly in my soul that I just did it. And my parents, you know, they were not super happy, but they were somewhat supportive. You know, they didn't cut me off or anything. They just kind of let me explore. I was young, so I think everybody knew that there was time. But yeah, I mean, I just really got to this place and then I just followed the flow. It was like I really surrendered to the flow of the universe. And when I saw these doors opening in different places, I went into them and everything worked perfectly, you know, and there was a lot of fear, but it was just really moving past that and following where my soul was really guiding me. And it led me to, you know, every school I went to and to the mentors I have now. And I learned about crystals and spirituality. And, you know, it, it just really resonated deeply. So that, knowing that, it gave me the courage. I love it. I love it. And I love when you talked about kind of surrender and just allowing, allowing it to be. So beautiful and so hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Do you have any kind of advice or guidance for kind of women listening or people listening in general who are maybe taking the first steps and really kind of finding and listening to their truth and then taking those steps out to speak the truth into the world? Do you have any kind of guidance for them in terms of things that they can kind of do to support themselves on their path and their journey? Because it can be scary. It can, yes. And I think finding a really solid support system is important. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's a sisterhood or a coach a mentor, whatever that looks like, um, that's huge. And, you know, really trusting. I feel like moving out of that fearful place, because of course we all feel fear. Mm-hmm. And how can we turn that fear into excitement, into really moving us to do what it is that we can do? And Another big piece there is then trusting, you know, really trusting that if this is your path, the universe is going to support you and provide so you can really step into this and succeed. So those are the three biggest things I can think of, you know, just really 
listening, feeling that fear, switching it into excitement and trusting, you know, having that faith and trust that if this is meant to be where you're going, that everything is going to work out perfectly. So that would be my best advice. Beautiful. I feel like the fear and trust are so intrinsically linked because I think, yes, absolutely, we do need to have, you know, faith that it will work out as it's meant to flow in our part. And I think at that point, the fear can come up so strongly to kind of trying to sway us into different different areas and to not go into unfamiliar territory. Kind of what is your kind of go-to, your tips around really turning that fear into excitement? So I love that idea of it. Some really some tips to help us do that would be awesome. Okay, yeah. Well, for me, you know, I noticed with fear, it almost holds the same vibration as excitement. You know, you, with fear, you feel it, for me anyway, I feel it in my stomach. Same place I feel excitement, you know. So looking at the fear and really ask, what, it, what am I afraid of? And if I get past this fear, what can come, you know? And so when I really evaluate that, I can move my fear into excitement by looking at the result that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I feel like that right there is how I really shift that. So it's it's really exploring what that fear is and what do I want to get from this? So how can I get excited about that? Yes, yeah, so it's kind of looking fear in the face. Yes. I love that. I do believe, too, that whenever you feel the fear, there's usually a huge breakthrough on the other side. So if I, I know when I felt really fearful and really pushed through, I've always had amazing, exciting results, you know? So I feel like fear is, there's something to that fear and it's, there's always an amazing breakthrough on the other side. I love that. So it's kind of fear is almost a sign that you're, you're tripping to of something amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. How do you bring together all kind of the different parts of you in terms of the sisterhood and unconditional love and trust and surrender and all those kind of parts of who you are and your experience and your consciousness and then kind of weave them into kind of the business side of business. So the sales, the marketing. Well, it's funny because marketing and sales and all that is something that I was really afraid of. And for me personally, I've relied a lot on my sisterhood to help me step into that place of trusting myself the unconditional love of myself and not worrying how other people are going to judge me and really surrendering into the trust that and the faith that the women who have sold contracts with me and, and who I'm supposed to work with will come into my life. And I, and, you know, I really work with my women in that and just in that, you know, really getting to that place of unconditional love, which allows you to kind of trust yourself more and eventually fall into that place of surrender. Through sisterhood, I feel like that's a beautiful place for you to access that feeling of knowing what unconditional love actually looks and feels like, being able to trust the women around you. So yeah, I don't know if that answered the question thoroughly, but yeah, for marketing and stuff, that's that's always been a really hard piece for me. And I fall back on my sisters a lot to support me in those areas. What would you say is going to be the biggest challenge for you as you step into the role of kind of business owner? Okay, so one of the biggest challenges for me is to really be seen, you know, allow myself to be seen for who I am. Mm. Um, I've had a lot of blocks around that. You know, I've been, that's something I've really had to work through. And 
Yeah, I, I had a really deep share of being seen. You know, the actual nuts and bolts of having a business. I'm a very spiritual person. Like, I feel like my upper chakras are really open. I really struggle with this, like, getting in and making things happen on a physical level. Um, I'm a dreamer. Maybe it's always been really hard for me to actually make the, I don't know, the fundamental pieces really come together. So, you know, it's been really amazing for me because being a business owner and having to not rely on anybody else, and this is all me, you know, it's been like really challenging, but so powerful. Yeah, so really stepping into that place of discipline, you know, self-discipline, knowing that this is all up to me. I mean, what I put into it, I'm going to get out of it. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was that was a big challenge. You know, I still work with that every single day. Yeah, as I think we all do. Tell me more about kind of the visibility in this fear of being seen. So I feel like this is something that so many women struggle with, not just in business, but I think as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, you are so right. What we put into our business is what we get out of it. So being seen can be a real struggle because it can feel very very vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because having grown up here. And have all those, you know, struggles that I went through, you know, always staying small. I just kind of wanted to be quiet and stay out of everybody's way and really not draw too much attention to myself in fear of being judged or made fun of or, you know, because my views have always been very different. And so that was kind of a pattern I had of just staying small and kind of being invisible. So really bringing my message out and being seen has been very hard for me. And I've had to work through layers and layers and layers of deep, deep layers that I didn't even know were there, like subconscious. That's still really coming out. I feel like maybe there's some stuff, ancestral things that, you know, just being a woman, you know, and how that, I feel like that's a common thing, you know, I mean, as women, you know, we haven't always been as empowered as we are able to be now. I mean, women really are, are stepping it up and running the world and they always have been, but it's always been kind of mantled. And I feel like stepping into this, this whole world is shifting into more feminine flow, hopefully. <laughs> and I was really afraid to show everybody who I am also because, you know, we're powerful. And in realizing how powerful we are can be very scary. It's like, it's almost scary for me and for a lot of us to see that power that we hold. And I feel like, yeah, that was that was a big thing for me. And, and really hiding is, is something I was used to. Yeah, getting out and letting everybody see who I am and my message was very scary. How do you feel now that you've you taken those first steps to be seen in? Be a larger message to come out into the world. How does it feel on the other side? You know, it feels really great because when I share the message that I have with the women, they've been craving it. Um, you know, they've been waiting for someone to come and really touch them in this way and let them know that this is okay. It's okay to be who you are. And seeing the results that I get from the women I work with is so rewarding. So it feels great, you know, and every day I get more and more confidence that what I'm doing is so needed and that's so empowering. That's so beautiful. I love how you stepping up and being seen and kind of pushing through that fear, you know, empowers other women to really find out who they are and I'm sure step through, you know, fears that they have. 
and just continue this sharing of who we are and speaking our truth throughout the whole world. Yeah. And let that ripple effect. Thank you. Beautiful. Do you have a particular kind of quote or mantra or phrase that you live by that kind of got as your guiding your guiding light? I do. Rumi, she has a quote that I love and it's set your heart on fire. Seek those who stand your flame. What is that? Yeah, that's really powerful to me. Um, so that's the one I was on. What makes it so powerful to you? Well, set your heart on fire. You know, my the name I chose for my business was Heart Fire Soul. So that quote really resonated with that. Um, you know, being that my business is so heart centered, and you know, you want to set your heart on fire and live your life through passion. And if you seek those who fan your flames, you're finding those people who are keeping you inspired and passionate. And rather than surrounding yourself with people who maybe will get you off course, you know, just seeking those who fan your flames are the people that you need to surround yourself to stay inspired and really go for the ultimate goal. And there are any resources that you can share that kind of help you fan your flames of inspiration? Okay, yeah. The Four Agreements was one of my first, one of the things that changed my life. And, you know, I, I that's probably been 15 years since I've read that book. And I really feel like I've mastered the Four Agreements. And Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote that book, his sons, Jose and Don Miguel Ruiz Jr., are amazing. They're, like, so inspiring for me. So that, those guys and those books that they write, those are my favorite resources. Carolyn Mess is another one. She's amazing. Um, I love her. And then I have my mentor now, Janine Yoder. Amazing. And yeah, those, those would be my top, my top inspiration. Beautiful. I love that. And of course, we met through, uh, through Janine. So uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I could speak to her amazingness as well. Definitely. What's going on in your life right now in your business that you're so excited about and just can't wait to share with everyone? Yeah, well, I have been working on collaborating a lot with people in the local area. But, you know, I have my four-month program that I do with women. It's not really exclusive to women, but that seems to be the, women, the people who come first the most. It's just set your heart on fire. It's a four-month program where we really dig into all of that. And since I've studied nutrition, you know, it's like I want women to feel nourished on all levels of their life. So I'd say that is what I'm most excited about right now is just really doing the one-on-one work with women and helping them and setting their souls free and really getting on that path. So that's where I'm most excited. You know, I have some stuff coming in the future that I'm excited about more like sisterhood where I'll be doing group group mentoring, you know, where we go into a couple months, the same thing, four months. But right now, my most exciting thing is to set your heart on fire um, in terms of just one-on-one. Beautiful. So now that everyone's kind of got to know you a little bit, how can they keep in touch? Well, they can keep in touch with me on my website. It's heartfiresoul.com, and I have a blog there. And then I also have my Facebook page, which is also Soul. So those are the best places. If you go to my website, you can sign up for my newsletter, and that's how you kind of get kept in the loop of what's going on with me. And then I'm on Instagram as well as Sweet V. Beautiful. I'm going to have all those links in the show notes. 
so people can find you nice and easily. But Ginny, thank you so much for coming on the show today, and thank you for sharing all your beautiful and amazing wisdom with us. Thank you, Amy. It's been an honor. Thanks for listening, gorgeous. Love what you heard? Leave a review on iTunes because that helps people find the show. Then get your sweet self over to heartsoulandguts.com and join the convo. And by the way, thanks for being you because the world needs more dreamers who get stuff done. <laughs>